0: This is CryptoCore Radio, discussing the ideas, people, and projects building the new digital economy. Get the latest on blockchain technology and cryptocurrency updates with your host, Lutz.
1: Hello and welcome to CORE Radio. This is Lutz coming to you live on a... Um, is today Tuesday? Today is Tuesday. It's Tuesday morning. And uh, we've been looking into a lot of uh, environmentally friendly cryptos. And also, I, I wanted to get more people on the show that that have more... That are actually working in the crypto space. That actually do work. That's their job. I, I You pro- He probably has another job, but uh, he also does this. Uh, He is a marketing manager for Earth Token. And uh, welcome, Alan. Welcome to the show. Hi, everybody. Thanks, Lutz. No problem. This is Alan from Earth Token. He is the marketing manager. So uh, tell us about yourself. Okay. uh, So, uh, yeah, I've been uh, in the
0: IT industry um, for since about early 2000, oh no, 1989. Um, primarily my role has been in uh, marketing, product marketing. I spent a lot of time with Oracle, 10 years with Oracle, doing product uh, marketing, doing launches of some of their sort of more exotic products like uh, RFID and sensor-based services and things like that. I also spent time in Microsoft um, five years in Microsoft doing product planning and my job there was really to sort of guide um, the sort of their next investments let's look sort of five-year future planning of new products that they weren't wanted to bring to market so um, I do marketing on one side and then do a lot of sort of strategy and product management on the other
1: gotcha do you work solely for a token
0: so at this point in time, yes, I work for Impact Choice. So just to clarify, i um, the Group Marketing and Product Management Director for Impact Choice Limited, which is the holding company of which um, Earth Token and the Natural assets, Asset Exchange is a part of.
1: Natural Asset Exchange, right. We'll get to the Natural Asset Exchange, uh, it's a little more technical later. Uh, so how how has been you know how's how's the road been for Token? Token? you guys have been out for well over a year now I believe right like how's yeah. how's the experience uh, in the crypto realm?
0: Well, I think it's a, it's been a long road, you know, for us. Um, you know, we've been in this game for quite a while. We've we've been in it since sort of two thousand nine, and uh, we realized two things that if you are really going to make an impact. On environmental sustainability, which is a little bit more than just climate change and carbon mitigation, it also involves, you know, the protection of our ecosystems and our natural environments. Right. And it's also got a social aspect to it. So um, we very early on realised that, you know, to make a real impact, we have to let's call it democratise this, right, and involve right. people at the, the sort of grassroots level in all of the, the initiatives that, that were taking place. Um, it's easy to get companies involved. It was easier to get companies involved because obviously there was there's a lot of legislation and compliance around um, carbon and stuff like that. But how do you get individuals involved? And so it was a, a huge problem that we were trying to overcome uh, right. in impact, impact Choice. And we, we spent a lot of time you know, in hospitality and travel and tourism, um, working on providing solutions that allowed the companies to to apportion, let's call it, carbon to their operations or the the products that they were delivering, and then try and involve the their customers right in their environmental sustainability initiatives. So, um, when we first saw the natural asset exchange, it was a huge, um, or or the blockchain environment, take a step back, it provided us a huge uh, um, platform which allowed us to be able to sort of cut out a lot of the middlemen that were actually sitting in um, sort of the carbon environment and environmental sustainability and allowed us to be able to actually access the broader populace, right, individuals, and provide... Giving them a platform in which they can interact, right. right, and support projects that they would like to support. So that's the first thing. The second thing is obviously, you know, you have it has to be transparent. The biggest problem is that you know folks go in there and they support a project. How much money ends up in the project and where it goes, and the record of the transaction, and you know that that they can actually um, keep and track is very difficult, and the blockchain technology, you know, allowed us to do that. Right. So um, that was the one thing. The other, the other thing is, you need some sort of universal exchange mechanism, and I'll, I'll talk about that a little bit later in, in the hospitality side of things of how this would work, right. that people can actually exchange its value and support projects and be incentivized, right, to act responsibility, responsibly you know towards the 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 environment.
1: Right.
0: So um cut a long story short, yes, we've been doing this for about a year. Um we first started with um you know implementing a blockchain environment uh, internally for some of the applications that we were using. Um we then um launched Earth token on the 17th of November. Right. And we did the crowd sale which was pretty well received, and we've, 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 you know, we've built a, 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 I think, quite an impressive ecosystem right. of folks that are actually involved in what we're doing and are following what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, as you well know, so <laughs> the crypto space – sorry, come on.
1: So, so if, uh, if I were to meet you at a conference, right, you're mm-hmm. the marketing manager, if I were to meet you at sure. a conference – Mm -hmm. Uh, And I were to ask you to explain to me, Earth Token, you know, sum it up in a paragraph for me, uh, how would you do that?
0: Um, I think Earth Token is a, let's call it a a cryptocurrency focused on environmental sustainability, right? It's um, a universal exchange mechanism, right? for um being able to support projects that support the environment but allows people to actually um, use this to support any project they like be able to have a wallet with a token in it that they can use to actually exchange to to transact over the natural asset exchange right and obviously you know as as the sort of demand and the value of the earth token goes up people that, that actually invest in earth token also see an upside, right. As the value of the token goes up. Right. Um, just one point uh, um, I need to like to bring up as well is that um, just on my role, I'm also the, the sort of managing director of um, the impact choice Isle of man, which is really the company, that sits behind Earth Token Natural Asset Exchange. Right,
1: right. And Isle of Man is a place. Just
0: yeah, Isle of Man is there. part of the United Kim- Kingdom. It's an island off the, uh, you know, off of England, off the English coast. And uh, we've moved that there for, for a number of reasons. A, number one, we had to sort of, after, you know, our dear friend, Len, Leonard Holly's departure, um, we had to do some restructuring and also refocus you know, um, what we were doing as a business. And we chose all of man to do that.
1: Awesome. Awesome. I, you know, I, I it, it always breaks my heart when I hear his name, but, uh, you know, it's, you know, he was, a, he, he'll be missed. He'll definitely be missed. Uh, especially with his random rants. Uh, Leonard Harley was the guy that, that, uh, had the vision for this platform, right?
0: Yeah. You know, the thing is, it's, it's, uh, whenever I stand up or whenever I talk to anybody, it's, uh, it's really tough, right? right? Because back in 2009, I was, I was still uh, working for Microsoft and, and Leonard approached me and said, well, he wants to start environment sustainability um, initiative. And he, and he spoke about you know impact choice. And he, his whole thing was, you know, people have an impact on the environment and they have a choice how, on, on how they want to participate right and that's hence impact choice um but leonard was the crusader he was the guy that went out there it was his life's dream yep. it's what he wanted to achieve and unfortunately now with you know earth token and natural asset exchange we, we're at a point where i think we he'd realized that dream yeah you
1: know? he was like a he was like a john mcafee man he could, he's a go out and get it type of guy
0: yeah, you know, the thing is, we had a, fun, a strange relationship, well, not a strange relationship, a good relationship, because Leonard, as I said, was the crusader. He would go out there and say it as it is, mm-hmm. and uh, he didn't mind ruffling feathers.
1: Yep, uh,
0: and, cow- and my job, <laughs> from a marketing perspective, was to um, take what Leonard um, sort of gave to me and package it in a, let's call it a more client-friendly way. Right, uh, for the market. Um, so it was a good relationship between the two of us for sure.
1: Well, uh, you know, he, he uh he he really like he was always open to the greatest and newest ideas. Uh of course you had to explain it to him like ten times. But you know, when, when he finally got it though, he got it. You know. And right. I, I believe at the end he was he was um uh, you know, he was we were talking, me and him about Are you guys getting off of the Ethereum platform and creating your own chain? Uh, Right. Have you guys taken any steps towards doing that, or are you going to stick with the uh, ERC-20s? You know, the
0: thing is, uh, Lutz, as you'd well know, you know, Mm -hmm. um, part of my role is like the product management planning side of things. We have to, you have to do things one step at a time.
1: Of course, of course, baby steps.
0: And uh, right now, you know, from the natural asset exchange side of things, we are... Um, really going out and providing that that platform and getting the infrastructure in place and doing the stress testing of the platform as it is today, right? And we we sort of have a roadmap, um, onboarding suppliers and um, building out the demand side and ecosystem surrounding the platform itself, right? So, I think for the for the short to medium term we are going to be building out that platform we'll stick on ethereum longer term um we will we will definitely look at maybe moving in that direction but it's not immediate
1: that's okay but you know what it's nothing's immediate it's slow and steady wins this race
0: (laughs) right and as you know like you know the 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 pressure on crypto at the moment we have to sort of, we really have to prioritize what we are actually doing moving forward here. So, you know, so, you, so it's many, going to be baby steps.
1: So many cryptos get pumped to the moon, and then you see them crash and burn. It's it's better yeah. to have a slow and steady pace, you know, where people could recognize your project in an earlier stage. You know, and that early stage could last a long time. So, well, I think it, you get yeah. more more people over time. Uh, instead sure. of trying to get a whole load of people that are only interested in a you know only have a 5 minute att- attention span, you know, and only interested in buying and selling. So you you're doing it the right way. That's fine. Baby steps, little by little people will recognize the project and uh, you know and, and see how it can make their lives better, their kids lives better later on in life.
0: Sure. You know, I think it's it's very much like, you know, the dot com boon. You know, it's like we've seen it in all projects. You know, we, we have the hype cycle. You know, cryptos went out and everybody bought, and and everybody could spell crypto had had an ICO, you know, and then the market sort of the pendulum swings the other way, right? You know, mm-hmm. you go into sort of what we call a trough of disillusionment,
1: yep.
0: <laughs> where where people you know look at this and they're like, ah, this is not great, and but then it at the market writes itself, and the people that stay behind, and the people that actually take the slow path and Really provide value to token holders and and the the broader sort of ecosystem that they're supporting. Those are the folks that survive in the long term. But it's 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 a long hard road, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. So I, uh, you know, I know it's difficult also getting off of uh, a chain and getting onto a new one. Uh, right. But there are some new services coming out soon that assist in that. So we're seeing a lot of third-party services coming out. Uh, I don't know if it's out yet. There's something called Chain Zillow or Zillow Chain. Or I'll 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 tell you about it afterwards. I'll give you the link. I could even Mm -hmm. introduce you to the guy. He, you know, he's uh, they're they're blockchain experts, and they'll build the whole. You know, they'll do all the work for you, as far as you know, the, the blockchain. You know, and what needs to be done. I'm not sure if they do website setups, but uh, I mean, I, I'm, I'm looking to use them myself. So for, for my own uh, decentralized radio type idea. Um, sure.
0: So. Um, you know, the thing is, I have to say, uh, you know, as far as the blockchain and the crypto space go, mm-hmm. I rely on Wesley Colson, you know, our yep. director of crypto and blockchain. Mm-hmm. That is really his forte. My job is to actually sit with Wes and the developers and really do the sort of prioritization of, of where we're going, and work on the delivery timeframes and stuff like that. Um, but but Wes is my expert there. I I really rely on his guidance in that direction. Gotcha.
1: So so let's get let's get back to the technicals. Uh, so the crypto the asset exchange. So you're going to have an asset exchange. Mm-hmm. Uh, on your platform, right? Is that accessible at the moment? Yes. Yeah.
0: Um, we, we launched the uh, the first um, alpha version of the Natural Asset Exchange. Um, the, we did the first sort of uh, showcase at the World Travel Market Africa event in South Africa on April 19th. Right. And uh, I think um, on... May around May twentieth, we launched the the public accessible natural asset exchange alpha one release. Gotcha.
1: Okay, and uh, how do people get to that if they want to? They want to try it out.
0: Um, they go to um, natural asset. Let me just get the URL up here. So I can give it to you exactly.
1: Yep.
0: Natural asset.
1: Dot .exchange. Ah, dot .exchange suffix. Interesting. I didn't even mm. know that was a, a suffix. Oh, very cool. Alright, new domain suffix. Exchange. Wow. Right? Wow, that, that's awesome. Where'd you buy that?
0: Uh, that is <laughs> Wesley's <laughs>
1: department. Uh, I'll ask him later, man. You know how many names I could come up with with that suffix? That's awesome. Alright, very cool. Uh so say, say I'm... Um, like say I own a, a glasses store, right? Or, or I work with glasses and, uh, you know, I'm not an ophthalmologist, but I fix frames and, you know, I can make awesome looking glasses. I mean, it's how would they, how would this, you know, figment, you know, figment of my imagination business operate with your asset exchange? Well, yeah.
0: So the thing is, look, let me, let me first sort of, um, try and position the natural asset exchange.
1: Um, yeah, tell us how it works. Well, what you need.
0: let's just let's first talk about natural assets or natural capital, right? Because I think it's important that people understand what that are, what natural assets are, right? right? And that. then yeah, sure. we can sort of branch into what the natural asset exchange is, okay? Because um, it's very important to, to understand what, what we are actually trading across the natural asset exchange. Okay. Okay. So we look at natural capital. It's really all the resources that we build, you know, we use to build our societies, our economies and everything. And it's the sort of the environmental conditions that enable human life, if you want to put it in a nutshell, right? Natural resources sort of are in two groups. We have renewable resources that sort of fauna and flora, um, you know, animals and that type of thing that that um, renewable, right, just so long as they're not overexploited, right? right. And obviously, if you sort of, you know, you harvest more than you grow, eventually this asset is going to be non-renewable, right? And we're seeing that the extinction of species and things like that. Right. Uh, There's another um, aspect, it's called non-renewable resources, right? And these are the guys, these are things like you know, coal and thermal and and stuff like that. And these also subdivide but into sort of reusable and non-reusable um, resources. Reusable are things like metals, right, for instance, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. you can recycle and reuse. Mm-hmm. Um, and then non-renewable resources like oil and coal and stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then around this, we have what we call, you know, ecosystems and... The ecosystems are really um, the environments of sort of complex systems of plants and animals and everything like that, and then non-living environments, you know, acting as units, sort of coral reefs and wetlands, rainforests, deserts, and those types of things, right? Mm-hmm. So, if we take that in a nutshell, that's what we talk, talk about when we talk about natural capital, right? Now, when we as Impact Choice start talking about natural assets and natural asset exchange, mm-hmm. we differ from that because A number one is we not we don't trade natural assets such as oil and coal and stuff like that. Right. Right. It's very important to understand that only projects, right, or initiatives that actually have a positive, measurable positive impact right, on our environment and on the Earth, will be traded across the natural asset exchange. So let me give you an example. You know, so one is like, you know, let's talk about carbon, for instance. So carbon sequestration projects, which are projects that actually, um, you know, reforestation that actually um, sequestrates carbon or, or gets rid of carbon, excess carbon in our environment, or carbon avoidance projects where... We, we incentivize people to, uh, you know, to actually do farming practices that don't destroy the, the environment, you know, such as like deforestation and things like that. Right? And there are also other natural assets like renewable energy, for instance, like you know, from projects of waste to energy, where we take bioproducts from coal and waste and that type of thing, and we actually put it through a process and we, we produce clean energy. You know, renewable energy such as wind and solar. So, those are all types of projects that and assets that we will actually put on the natural asset exchange, right? So we don't deal in massive natural assets. We deal with assets that have a positive impact on the environment. Does that so, make sense?
1: So, a nursery that that plants trees. Would, yeah. Would that be up your alley? Yeah.
0: So the thing is, if People that, you know, any initiative that plants trees, right, and provides an, and, and posit- has a positive impact on the environment would absolutely be, you know, in our alley, right? And and that's one of the things we're trying to do with the natural asset exchange. I spoke a little bit about democratization before, right? In, in you know, in the old world or the existing world is that for projects to be um, certified, all right, uh, there are whole lot of standards, international standards, gold standard, there are a number of them that were there for a good reason, right? Um, to make sure that the projects that, that were registered, right, to, you know, to actually receive funding, right, and to be able to provide offsets so people can purchase them, had to be registered with these projects now uh, with, with these global standards. Now the problem with that is that obviously as in any environment, you have a ton of middlemen between A and B, right? Between the the demand side and supply side, right? right? Um, they don't add value. They just, they just sort of inflate the price for, for a whole lot of different services they'd put in place. So the problem is that our guy, our individual here that wants to actually on a personal level, provide you know offset his hotel stay, for instance, right? Um, is not sure of how much money actually where the money goes and how much money actually reaches the project, right? Right. So um, what we're doing with the natural asset exchange is we want to democratise that so that smaller folk, right? Let's take your florist for instance, or, or, or your your nursery. Um, I don't know if a nursery is a real good example, but yeah, if the nursery sort of plants trees that, that, that obviously, you know, survive out there, they, sh- they should be able to, or even individuals that plant, let's call it like, you know, a whole lot of trees out there should have some sort of mechanism where they can actually, A, you need an accreditation process in place to say, well, okay, those are the trees and this is what the impact's going to be. And then provide them a mechanism to actually put a, a let's call it Earth token price on that, the impact, determine what the price is, and then allow individuals on the supply side, me on my phone saying, well, hey, you know what? I actually want to go and support my local nursery or whatever the case may be. Right. Right. So, um, and that's the democratization, what we're talking on the demand side of things. So, um, a nursery is a good example, you know, folks that are actually. Doing uh, planting forests and planting a whole lot of trees and those types of things, or even just making a, a huge impact on the environment, doing things right. around conservation, animal conservation, for instance. Right? You know, we're working with the um, the Black Rhino Wildlife Trust, where where there's a whole conservation in uh, effort underway to stop poaching of these animals. Right. Right. And what we would want to do is have folks that actually go and maybe go and visit the, the environment or, or just the general public that actually have you know conservation of, of rhino and hold it dear to the heart, give them a mechanism to actually go out there and contribute.
1: Right.
0: But the issue is that that contribution has to be able to be auditable, right? They need to understand that right. I've made this contribution, there it is, I have a Proof. transaction that sits on the blockchain that I can track, right? And then I'll be able to do the accounting for, right? So, you need evidence, uh, you need
1: proof, right? Sorry? You need some type of proof. That,
0: yeah, you have, uh, have, right. you have to have have to proof of that transaction. That's where blockchain is great because it's irrefutable, right? And it sits on the blockchain and there's a complete audit trail, right? Yep. And uh, that's something that we've been doing, you know, with, with the hospitality industry for quite a while is actually providing them with, with certificates, right, which indicates we went to this project, this is the registration number, et cetera, et cetera, So people could actually track, you know, the impact of their contribution if you want to talk about it that
1: way, you know? So is, would you have some type of analytic report for them at the end of, you know, a certain amount of time that'll assist them in showing them uh, sure. how much of their carbon footprint they're using or, you know, like, uh, or how much they're saving to the yep. world?
0: Mm-hmm. So the thing is right now um, on the natural asset exchange, you know, that the alpha version, we will give you analytic reports, right? We'll show that um, these, are the, these are the projects I've supported. I've, I've actually, um, this is the amount in earth token per project. So, that, so people would actually be able to track exactly what, let's call it, their, their total environmental contribution, right, is, right? And, and, that's, and that's another important aspect to understand.
1: And, right. and, and, because, and also another aspect is you have to use the platform in order to get the advantage of it.
0: Sure. So let's let's let me sort of give you an, a example of sort of how this works and why it's important, right? So I always refer to the sort of the hurt um, hospitality industry because, as I said, that's that's where we spend a lot of our time uh, hospitality and
1: tourism. I think of prostitutes when you say that, but go ahead. What's that? I think of prostitutes when you say that, but go ahead. (laughs) They're in the hospitality business.
0: Right. It's part of the broader ecosystem, huh? Uh, Now now I'm talking about uh, sort of like, you know, um, (laughs) some of the more uh, environmentally friendly aspects. Hey,
1: hey, come on. They are environment. You know, they, they understand me, all right?
0: No, sure, sure. um You know, like it depends what your value system is. I Some, suppose
1: something about those girls—they just they get me. They understand me,
0: right? And look, you bring up a good point, though, right? um Is that you know the the problem we've had also when when people have started looking at sort of environmental sustainability and stuff is people have been very much focused on the climate change aspect of it, right? It's like. Hey, you know what, this is the carbon and everybody's focused on carbon climate change. Well, it's it's you've got to look at the bigger picture, right? And the bigger picture is what about the social aspect, right, and the ecosystems that surround some of these projects, right? You've got to look at how, you know, doing some social upliftment, for instance, you know, going to a project around sort of reforestation, it's not just about planting trees, it's about educating the, the local folk about sort of sustainable farming practices, providing them a marketplace where they can actually can sell alternative goods. Right? right. So, so it's a much bigger picture than just looking at sort of the carbon side of things. Right. Right. And that's an important, important thing to understand when you are going into this natural asset exchange and the earth token, because it provides you the mechanism to do that. Right. To say, Hey, I not only want to be able to go out there and support, you know, like offset my carbon footprint, but I want to actually support, you know, a social or conservation project or support the the sort of broader ecosystem. So just an example, coming back to hospitality, right, is that um, some of the hotel groups and a lot lot of um, around the world are actually starting to provide incentives for for their um, guests right Uh to be sort of more environmentally sustainable right so the thing is it's like well if you don't wash your towels and you know um, and and don't throw them on the floor um, it obviously saves us on laundry and there's an environmental impact and we will give you x amount of loyalty points uh, if you support um, the local, you know, buy produce or, or food that is actually locally produced to earn X amount of points so that what they are doing is they're incentivizing their guests, right, to be more environmentally responsible, right. which I think is a great thing, right, on right. the one side. But, how do, you but me-
1: how do you measure that?
0: Well, that's the thing is that you actually need to be able to – put some measure of exactly what that impact and that's where we provide a lot of that insight right because you need to understand what that impact going to be and part of the the our value proposition right to to any company in hospitality is we do that we understand we actually measure what the impact is going to be what the carbon footprint is going to be and we actually provide them the mechanism to actually apportion that, right? Um, to a guest's, let's call it room night stay or 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 meal choice, et cetera, et cetera. So, mm-hmm. you know, for a hotel to do that, they they need to understand what that impact's gonna be. And and most of these folks, they in the hospitality industry, they're not in the environmental sustainability industry. Right? Okay. So uh, this is something that we've been doing for for the hospitality industry for for long time as impact choice right right so the thing is number one is like so now you, you incentivize all your folk right? Um, your your customers your guests mm-hmm. through these areas the other side of it is a to be able to understand what the impact is but right. also you want to be transparent to the guests to say that where is this money going right right it's it's not you know, so you're con- what
1: money exactly are you talking
0: about? OK, so the thing is like, well, let's call it loyalty points. Right. And and that's an important or they can monetary contribution. So a lot of guests at checkout or even add to the bill, they can actually go out there, number one, and decide that they want to offset their stay, pay 45 cents or whatever the case may be, extra per night. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and they offset their stay. Or they want, you know, they could contribute to, let's call it the environmental, the sustainability program of the establishment they're staying in. And what they need to do then is be able to account for this went to offsetting your stay, this went to a social upliftment program, this went to part of our conservation program. So you need that accountability and that transparency so that people know where their money's gone. Now, to to your last point, is that a lot of these hotels, when they went, around the incentive part of things in loyalty points, what they allowed folks to do is once I've received, I've got X amount of loyalty points, I could either use them to sort of um, get a free room night stay, or I could go there and um, support a project or whatever the case may be. All right. Uh-huh. The issue with this though is that it's like, you know, if I'm using my hotels it's called a loyalty program right it's it's ring fenced to that hotel or that hotel group right mm-hmm. but what about how do we sort of what about if they went out to a restaurant right and the restaurant also had some sort of program support local producers and stuff like that mm-hmm. and provided them some incentives right that um maybe loyalty points or something like that, that they could utilize, right? right. Mm-hmm. To, to support a project or whatever. These things are totally disjointed. Me as the individual that, that is really, you know, into the environment and wanna do that, how do I actually measure what I'm doing here? And, and what choice do I have to support a project, right? Mm-hmm. Of my choice. And this is where the earth token is extremely important, right? right? Because if we have a universal mechanism, right, let's call them earth tokens, right, that individuals and companies can actually purchase or or uh, um, gain, right, through incentive programs, through hotels or whatever, mm-hmm. and we have now a universal mechanism, so instead of the hotel giving you loyalty points, right, they can give you earth token, right, right and the the sort of, let's call it, You go to town, and the restaurant supports Earth Token, and the local transportation authority supports Earth Token, where people can actually earn Earth Tokens, right, through incentives that they can actually now take and they put into a wallet, right, Right. and this wallet contains a whole lot of Earth, right, which they've earned through incentives and can augment by by purchasing, uh, sort of, changing fiat into Earth, right, via one of the the currency, cryptocurrency exchanges, right, such as coin. They have this wallet, and within this wallet, firstly, they have accounting of all their earnings, right, and through incentives and that type of thing, and their purchases, and they can then go out there and from the menu choose the projects that they actually want to go out and support, right. And they make their contributions to the, those things, which is also fully audited and, and gives them a global view, if you want to call it, on their sort of less their environmental impact. Right? And that's extremely important, right? Because now you have a mechanism that you could use universally.
1: Well, so so what what do you so once you earn these these Earth tokens, what could mm-hmm. you spend them on?
0: You can only earth earth is only utilized over obviously over the natural asset exchange so you could spend it on projects right or initiatives that actually have a positive impact on the environment
1: okay right? so so let, so let's say this right i just get I, I came up with a great idea right so you have a, a business that that has a negative carbon footprint right cuz sure. you know what what whatever they're doing smoking whatever right they have a negative carbon footprint and I, I want to help them get into the positive. If I offered, like say say I had 10 acres of land, right? And I, I offer you, uh, you know, a quarter of that acre to plant trees. Uh, you know, maybe there's a measurement per tree. Uh, oh, there is, of,
0: absolutely. You can you can measure the impact of a tree, right? And, and what, what the, the, the impact is. So, from a carbon.
1: So those those industries, you know, where they they uh, you know, they, whatever they do, rock uh rock mining or uh, you know, mm-hmm. ore or you know, any, anything with carbon, I guess, uh, gasoline refineries, right? Th- those industries if they wanted to get into the positive because all they are is always in the negative because of naturally what they do, mm-hmm. uh the smoke that goes up into the air from those factories, if they could they could put themselves in the positive by offsetting it somewhere else, right? So they get like five well, acres of I mean, lands. They put, I put down all the trees for them. They could give me all their tokens, right? And mm-hmm. and that's it. Now I, I have my incentive to mm-hmm. uh, plant the tree for them, and they sure. they have the incentive of you know getting back into the positive, uh, you know sure. another method of getting back into the posi- in, in a positive footprint, so they don't negatively affect the environment.
0: Sure, but I think I think what you're talking about now is actually the way it works today, right, around, around carbon. Um, the whole sort of, let's carbon offsetting and, and compliance environment is that companies that are, are actually, you know, and it's be increasingly becoming legislation, right, in, in, in a lot of the world, right, that um, especially large companies, as part of their corporate social responsibility, they have to do, uh, global greenhouse gas um, audits, right, to measure their carbon footprint. And they will ha- actually, in a lot of cases, have to show reductions in that and offset to a certain extent because this is the problem with offsetting. It's like you go to a company and a company says, okay, you know, I'm going out there, I've got my, you know, I'm putting smoke into the atmosphere and, and this is what my impact is on the environment. But hey, you know what? I don't care. I'm just going to go out there and support a project in Africa or something like reforestation, right? And I'm just going to go out there and offset it. And a lot of people call that greenwashing, right? Because I'm actually not doing anything on my side that is environmentally responsible, right? And that's an important point is that you don't want people to just be able to offset anything. You want them – you want to force them – to modify their behavior to be environmentally responsible. Right. Right. So, um, a lot of these companies will have a, let's call it a quota of their carbon footprint that they can offset. Right. But it's got to be offset via a accredited registered project. Right. Now I said, these projects are, 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 are part of standards as far as, Um, the global stand, the gold standard, and those types of things. So that's the one side of it. Let's call it the compliance piece of it and where folks are measured. The other side, the voluntary side of things of the market is where people, and as I said, carbon offsetting, if you want to go out there and measure measure it and you want to claim it from a compliance perspective, it has to be an accredited and audited. Transaction, but for folks that actually want to go out there, for instance, and support something, right,
1: mm-hmm.
0: from a on a voluntary basis, where they can actually, you know, what we are producing, um, we realize that you know part of our environment, our, our operations have an impact on let's call it water, uh, um, and. You know, um, waste disposal and stuff like that. Right, right. Those, those other guys, types of things, they can go out there and support projects. Right, right. That actually can sort of, let sort of offset that impact. Right. It's not a carbon offset. Right. It's something that an initiative that actually offsets what they're right. doing as part of their operations. Right. Yep. Yeah, and so that as it, said, goes it, down it, to the individual right, then at the individual level. Right.
1: So so so, the, so these people and some of these people they have no choice, you know, to like like they, like, they have to be in the red. Uh, it's just what they do. It's part of their business.
0: No, look. The thing is, look. Let's let's just now they could totally offset honest, it. Right. Um, you <laughs> most business operations, right, um, have an impact on the environment, and a lot of that is negative. Right. Let's call it, let's take you know industry as a whole right mm-hmm. um, the issue is that you will never get to a point that you will you will get to let's call it have zero carbon footprint or zero emissions or zero impact it's just it's just impossible the issue though is that you have to get to a point where you have reduced as much as you can right so by implementing better business practices you know, um, doing stuff around waste disposal, um, reducing energy consumption and water consumption, all those types of things, right? You can reduce, let's call it, your impact as much as you can because, you know, at some point this is not economically viable anymore, right? And that's the issue, right? You don't want to get to a business that that they close down because regulation and, and their impact you know, the costs of actually using that impact are are prohibitive to doing business, right? So, you know, we when we as impact choice go in there, firstly we we, we follow a sort of a methodology, right, with any sort of let's call it a company where which we call um, uh, <laughs> no <laughs> I think it's make it So the thing is you know, the thing is firstly, A number one, you gotta measure we go out there and you gotta measure what your impact is, right? Right.
1: Which is hard to do. It's almost It's very
0: hard to do. And then we call it managed is where you actually, as I said, go in there and, and put in best practices and I remember Leonard I
1: remember, Leonard, I remember mm-hmm. Leonard actually told me that they have measuring devices to do that.
0: Sure. Yeah. So it's M three C, sorry, is, is thing. So the first one is measure your impact. Second part is manage it as I say reduce as much as you can right and then, then mitigate right offset the rest right and that's that's a very important part of it. and the scene it really is yeah. about sort of communicating this to your and involving your broader community or ecosystem for instance your customers and your initiatives mm-hmm. so it's it's a methodology it's not something that you just walk in and just do but that's for companies as i said we you know we're trying to democratize that that people have the choice to be able to sort of measure what it is and if you go into the Natural Ass Exchange today what we do is we provide a whole lot of guided um, estimates for people you know I can if I'm going on a trip I can actually decide you know how much time I'm spending in the air and I can work out the footprint of my air travel from attending event you know you know what's my footprint at the event how much what's my footprint for accommodation and I can choose to offset those. Right. And you know, the key is it's gotta be easy for folks to do if you really wanna to, wanna to go to sort of Joe Public, right? Or right. individuals. Yep. And that's and that's re- that's in the natural asset exchange right now. So I can work it, I can go in there, I can ascertain what my footprint is and I can choose to to use Earth, obviously, um, we don't, as a natural ex- asset exchange, we don't conf- convert fiat to Earth. Um, but if I have no, let's call it, earned Earth token, I can purchase Earth token via cryptocurrency exchange like coin, put it in my wallet. I can ascertain what my impact is going to be, and I can choose to offset that mm-hmm. Right, right now. And it will actually go out there, I would be able to pay for the offset, it will create a transaction, it will be in, uh, in my transaction history, it will provide me, in the, in the case of carbon, it will provide me a certified carbon offset
1: certificate,
0: right, as to, to which project it went for, how much, et cetera, et cetera. So that, right. that is actually there right now in the natural asset exchange. Huh,
1: very cool. Very cool. I, I, I personally haven't haven't gone in it yet. I definitely want to try it out. Uh, like, how, how do I start? I just download the wallet?
0: No, so the thing is, if you go into the natural asset exchange itself, right, you just go into that, you can register as an individual
1: uh-huh.
0: um, or a company, right? And obviously, um, the reason for that is like, you as Lutz, you'd go in as as an individual, you know, and as you can say, I want to offset, you know, I can, I can offset my emissions related to my vehicle if I wanted to, you know, for the year Mm -hmm. or my household emissions or whatever, you can go in there. We would guide you through that. And obviously, um, you would have to have some, you have a wallet. You can go and view what's in your wallet, right? Um, but as I said, you'd have to purchase some Earth token to put in that wallet. Once you go in there, you'd be able to use that Earth token to support a number of projects. So I have an offset. I can go in there and the, the projects are very limited at the moment because we're doing stress testing of the platform. Right. Um, one of the big initiatives we're doing right now is actually starting to add um, suppliers, the supplier side and projects. That will be happening as we move forward, but we first want to stress test what we're doing right now, so it's very rudimentary. We only have the one project up there, but you'd be able to go out there, and as Kariba Red, I'd be able to go out there, purchase offsets, and you'd get your certificate, you'd get a QR code, which allows you to do the, um, you to do the transaction via mobile device, via PC, or whatever the case may be.
1: Oh, very cool, very cool. So, um, so you're... Let, let's get the website out again because we're, we're pressing on almost an hour now. Uh, mm-hmm. what, what's the website people could uh, look at, Earth Token, and, you know, what you're doing?
0: So the thing is for – if you want to have a look at what we're doing as far as Earth Tokens is concerned, go to earth-token.com. And, okay. and as I said, if you want to go in and look at the um, – Natural Asset Exchange. It'll so be Natural Asset dot Exchange. Okay. And as and I said, you can go in there, um, and you can play around on the Natural Assets Exchange. You can register as an individual, and um, the corporates. Like a corporate thing is f- for a corporate user, you can go in there, and because we work with events and hospitality. We will take you through a as an event organizer. We will talk about the number of attendees, what you're doing. you right. will measure your impacts, sort of, you know, these are these are international standards. And for everything that you're doing to sort of reduce your footprint, you can go through a pick menu and it will actually show, show you how much you've reduced. You can go out and see what your residual carbon footprint is and you can choose to offset that. Oh, very so nice. um, that is for, for the for corporates right now now
1: um,
0: what I have to sort of mention right is that these things are based on it's called international standards right and sort of these footprints these are estimates for corporates we strongly suggest that you actually engage us that we can actually measure that properly through a full audit right Right. and um, that is done through our traditional impact choice business right and I think folks should also maybe have a look at impactchoice.com, which will show you the stuff that we have been doing to now as a company. Right. I have to warn you that we are updating that site because, you know, since Leonard's passing and, and the National Asset Exchange, we've had to refocus, and that's part of my job, and determine what our core pillars of the business are going to be moving forward. So right. um, there are things like... Um, Carbon zero fuel that are actually sitting on the website that that, that really we we've, we've sort of put in mothballs mm-hmm. right? because we really have to focus on what we're doing right here. But right. that's also an area where we first go and have a look and see what we've done thus far.
1: Yeah, yeah we we here at CryptoCoreMedia.com, dot uh, we have a whiteboard that's huge. You know, we we just can't get to every every great new idea, and you know, it, it so we leave it on a whiteboard. And as soon as we accomplish our our short term goals, we move on to another project.
0: Yeah, and and that's exactly the thing is you know we have to we have to refocus right. You know you spread yourself too thin, you don't do a good job to any part of it. And and the natural asset exchange and Earth is our total focus right now. So mm, very cool. We yeah. are um, the the impact choice website is a little outdated. We are going to go through a refresh on that.
1: Awesome. All right, man. Uh, if somebody wanted to get in touch with you personally, what's your email address? You're the marketing manager. Say there's marketing opportunities out there. People want to present to you. Uh, where do they reach?
0: I think, I think before we go, um, I think I just want to mention two things quickly. Um, we are at the moment going into, going to start looking at building out the ecosystem, right? And I said one thing we are working we have a major sort of initiative in place around building out the supplier side of things. Um, But also we are looking at building out the ecosystem at sort of an individual level and looking at it sort of building ambassadors at grassroots levels for, you know, for folks like, you know, um, at universities that are focusing on environmental sustainability, you know, going out there and creating an ambassador program with these guys at a grassroots level. Um, we call this Enlighten and Inspire. Right. Um, we'll be launching that comp- campaign in the, in the near future, which will really be building the ambassadors in the larger inc- ecosystem, and we'll be looking at a, some sort of incentive program around Earth right, for folks that actually want to participate. Mm-hmm. Um, so folks need to look, look out for that. And we'll also be l- launching a partner program, which we're going to call Envision and Ignite, um, which is really building out out our partner ecosystem and platform portfolio because the natural asset exchange, which is very important, it's not just impact choice. It is an open platform for anybody to participate, right? So Mm -hmm. we are looking at partners that are actually going to package other services, right, Mm -hmm. Uh, and actually offer them via the exchange itself. So we're gonna be starting to work on a, a program around the partner ecosystem called Vision and Ignite. So if folks have questions around the partner um, um, initiative or you know the ambassador initiative they can contact me at Alan A L L A N dot Sanders S A U N D E R S at impactchoice.us. All right,
1: very cool. All right, man. Uh, that sounds great. Uh, we're gonna have Wes on again in a little bit uh, from your team, and uh, oh. we'll have like a little fireside chat. And you know, people could hear it explained through a different, you know, different person also, and it helps uh, because it, you you do have a, a very complex idea behind your coin. Um, right. You know, it'll it'll take a, a little while to start understanding. Honestly, I don't learn till I actually touch things. So. Uh, you know, you can explain it to me till you're blue in the face, but until I'm in there and I'm like, "Oh, that's how it works," you know, so.
0: yeah Yeah. Well, then go play
1: with with the natural acid exchange. I think it'll be <laughs>
0: all right.
1: But but you, you you're doing great. Uh, slow and steady wins the race. Uh, there's there's no rush. Uh, you know, just as long as you you create the vision. So uh, you know, as long as you have you you work on making this world a better place by creating your vision. I mean it could take 2 years. Development is a slow process. No one no one expects it to be created overnight. So the thing is,
0: yeah, and and look, my experience in in dealing with large large software companies, right, is that you, you know, you have to start simple, right? You know, right. keep it simple and really not that you notice, but you know, less is more, right? right. Mm-hmm. You know, provide functionality that folks actually want and can utilize is more important to you than, than, you know, going out there and, and boiling the ocean with a whole ton of stuff that people don't utilize. Yeah, and well,
1: so you know, a white paper. That's going
0: yeah, to be our focus.
1: Most people just have a white paper. Most most of these coins just have a white paper and people are just throwing millions of dollars at it and they, they don't have anything yet. So, Well,
0: we've been in this, as I said, you know, since 2009. We have existing com- customers. We have existing solutions, and and obviously, you know, you learn a lot from that experience. <laughs> so,
1: yes. yes, And I've, <laughs> learned an learned I've learned a lot I've learned a lot. Like like you don't like you don't want to hype any coin, you know, and, you know, or, or, or else later on you get you get yelled at for it. I mean, look at John McAfee. He he said the, he said verge is going to four when it was at two, and somehow it it ended up. It ended up uh, flying up 12,000%, something ridiculous, just because he mentioned it. So, right. you know, but but they didn't listen, uh, you know, so he did say uh, it was, it was going to go to four, it was going to double, not go 1,200%. You know, so, right. you know, so, uh, right. yeah, yeah uh, we all learn, we live and learn, uh, and, uh, you know, we're trying to make ourselves better people. Exciting times. It is. It is. Everything getting getting tokenized and put on the blockchain is the future. Uh, I I truly believe it's going to be the future. I think it's going to be the way we get rid of taxes. It's going to be the the way we we bring an honest government, uh, you know, to to our land. Uh, you know, a, a government that that doesn't spend money on crap and nobody knows about it. Everything once everything is on the blockchain there's no hiding anything i I could see joe Schmo paid you know five percent of his taxes and uh you know and are these taxes you know why why are we paying for them right so we should only like like uh i like what john mccaffey said in his last interview he said uh you should only pay for what you're using right why should yeah. why why you am i that's smart yeah Sure. Why am I paying for like you know the next door neighbor who has ten kids and they're going to school? Why am I paying for their school when I have no kids, right?
0: <laughs> that could be a five-hour debate, yeah, for sure. No, I totally, absolutely, one hundred percent agree with you. You know, and and just just as to the future, you know, the thing is that people have to understand that the time where it was very much a huge choice, right, for people to actually act responsibility, you know, towards the environment is really over, right? Because really, if we don't act now, it's going to be too late, number one. And number two is that whether we like it or not, our impact on the environment, let's just take carbon, especially for instance, will we will be paying for that impact in one way or another, right? In the not-too-distant future, these sort of, let's call it the mitigation of carbon um, related to products and services will eventually be included in the price of the product or service right right and and we will be paying for it yep. right that's sure. we're in, in a position now where people can make a choice over and above but in the very 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 near future we will all be paying or making some contribution to environmental sustainabilities. And and a core piece of that is the blockchain and a universal mechanism like Earth.
1: Yep, yep. And, you know, it, it all comes down to, uh, you know, how strong is your, uh, you know, how much are you willing to sacrifice, right?
0: Yeah, uh, but, but, I mean, it, you know, it's, it's it really, it's cool to see, Lutz, uh, you know, at the World Travel Market Africa event, there is a massive... Um, focus in the travel and tourism is industry on, on, you know, it's called responsible tourism, right? Mm-hmm. Which encompasses everything around we've just spoken about, you know, around environmental sustainability, social upliftment, you know, combating over tourism and plastic and that. So, as as a, an industry which has major impact, right, on the environment, mm-hmm. these guys are doing it absolutely sterling job of getting the message out there and starting to put initiatives in place to, to, to sort of start writing the ship, you know?
1: Yeah, well, it should have been done many... We, we've let it go on for too long. We've let it go on for way too long. Uh, we're, we, we, we were okay with it for way too long. And, and you know, that they, they just stepped all over us. You know, le, le, housing taxes, I mean, $10,000? I mean, I a year? Are you out of your mind for an average house? You, you need a job, no, 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 just no, you need a job just to pay for the tie. You know what? I I could go on tangents all day, right? Let's wrap this up.
0: No, 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 no. You know <laughs> we don't want to get to that point because I'm I'm trying to keep quiet right now <laughs> because I don't want to get started. So uh, all right. we'll just leave it where it is and focus on the environmental from my side anyway um, for the time being, the environmental sustainability side of things.
1: All right, all right, brother. Thank you for coming but on. I, I, I hope you're always welcome to come on anytime you want.
0: Lutz, thank you very much. Thank you for giving me this opportunity um, to be on your show and obviously you know, reach folks that are interested in this environment. You know,
1: well, it's uh, it's, it's all about education. So we're educate, we're educating people little by little, one at a time. Uh, you know. And you came on and you just educated people on EarthCoin. Uh, you know, I may not have understood Earthcoin. fully. Honest, I'm going to be honest. I didn't fully understand everything you were saying, but uh, maybe somebody else will get it. You know, maybe, maybe there's a sharper tool in the shed out there. You know, I'm definitely not the <laughs> smartest guy in the world.
0: But uh... Listen, if you want me to come back and go through some concepts for a broader audience, um, let me know. All right, I'll brother. Be... All right.
1: You did, a, you did a great job, everybody out there. Thank you for joining us. Uh, this is Lutz, CryptoCoreRadio.com, part of CryptoCore Media. And uh, I love you all. This is Lutz, signing out.
0: All right, Silent. Thank you very much, folks.
1: Bye-bye. This has been CryptoCore Radio. Don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Tell your friends so they can be among the first to learn about Bitcoin and cryptocurrency advancement in, in the, the new digital, digital economy. economy.